privilege today to have our guest speaker here and her daughter, may I add. This is Miss Jamie Zimmer. First of all, Jamie, welcome to the studio. Thank you. And you have a guest that she happens to be your second-born daughter, Miss Ashley. Good to have you, Ashley. Thank you. Okay, now I've got some questions for your mother, but before I get there, Ashley, I have to ask you, you came to Palau. You all are from Palau. That's where you live. That's your home. And you came there at the age of how old? I was five. Five years old. And how old are you now? Uh, 17. 17. And you look like you're 21 and you cannot <laughs> date. Has your mom and dad told you that? You don't, <laughs> don't stay away from the boys. They'll complicate your life, Ashley, okay? All right. Now, tell me, um, let's talk about Palau for a minute, okay? You're a teenager. You've kind of grown up on Palau. What is there to do on Palau? Um, there's a lot. You can go fishing, mm-hmm. go swimming, snorkeling, and... Just stroll around the island. Oh, yes. There you go. And Palau is a very beautiful island, I understand. Yeah. Now, you have a very famous islands called the Rock Islands. Have you been out there? Yes. Many times. Yeah. Yeah. I was only out there one time. It is beautiful. And then how many other uh, sisters do you have? Two. Two. And your oldest sister is how old? Um, 18. 18. Is she on island or is she away to school? She's at college. She's at college. And then your youngest sister, how old is she? 15. 15. Does she like to fish and swim and snorkel and stroll around the island also? Yeah. Yeah. Now you have blonde hair. She doesn't have blonde hair. Brown hair. Brown hair. You're tall and she is um, shorter. Medium. Yeah. Medium. Okay. All right. And then you go to school. What? Where do you go to school? I'm homeschooled. Homeschooled. Okay. Great. And uh, let's see here. Um, I may got one more question for you because you've answered all the things that I was going to ask your mother so far, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you're there as a missionary family. Yes. Right? And you help in the church. You sing. You play guitar. You play ukulele, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, people, people in Palau that might not know the Lord, um, what would you say to somebody that might be in Palau and they don't know the Lord and they want to know about spiritual things, what would you tell them? Um, I would try to explain their questions. Mm -hmm. Trying to help them understand about the Bible. Yeah. And who Jesus is. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, we're glad you're here. You get to be with us all weekend with your mom, right? Yeah. Okay. And we'll go to eat. We'll take you to a place you don't have on Palau, okay? Okay. Good. All right. Miss Jamie, your your uh, daughter a- answered a number of questions I was going to ask you, like Very family. Helpful, yes. Yeah. And uh, now I didn't get to dad, which oh. happens to be your husband. Yeah. So let's talk about John. Okay. You guys um, were in ministry successfully, happened to be at Milwaukee, mm-hmm. a church that our, our daughter and son-in-law oh, now are right, at, yeah. um, have been there for a while. Um, you were there, he was youth pastor, how many years there in, in years Milwaukee? There. Seven mm-hmm. years. Happy, doing great ministry, right? Loving it. And then Palau shows up on the radar in I 2006. Know. So yes. how did that come about? How in the world did Palau ever show up? Well, John's brother, um, Paul, was in Yap, Micronesia, and so John... And his other brother, Mark, flew to help Paul add an extension onto his house. And on his way through 
we, they stopped in Guam, and then they had to stop in Palau to get to Yap. And John was seated next to a little lady on the airplane, um, and he was um, just sharing, you know, the Lord with her and um, helping her through some, listening to some family problems that she was going through. And um, as she was getting off the plane in Palau, she was like, please come to Palau. We need to hear this kind of truth here. And he was like, I don't even know what Palau is. And um, she said, it's it's the island that we're stopping here. And he was like, I, I'm not getting off here. We're continuing on to Yap. And um, so he said goodbye and told her he would pray for her and headed on to Yap and had a great two weeks, came back. We were serving in, as you said, in Milwaukee happily and weren't even thinking missions at all. Um, and the Lord started waking him up in the middle of the night, kind of thinking about this little lady and this little island called Palau. So he started looking it up online and I think he at first thought it was like jet lag that he kept waking up, but it continued for a while, and he thought, I, I got to look into this a little more. So as the Lord just kept touching his heart a little bit, he, he started talking to me about it, and I wasn't as excited or open, I guess would be the word. I was like, what? We're a, I'm a pastor's wife. I think we're doing pretty good, you know? Right. And... um. But he said, no, no, I'm not saying we're going, but I think we need to, to pray about this. And honestly, for, for a little while, I was closed off to it. I didn't even want to think and pray about it because I was good. And we were serving God, so I thought we were fine. And that's why it's interesting that um, when Tammy wrote and said it's about surrender, this was probably one of the biggest surrender points that, I, that God has taken me through because – I mean, I felt like I was good with God. I had surrendered so much. I was serving him. But he had another step for me to take. And um, for about two weeks, I really bucked the fact that John even wanted to consider this. Um, and I, I was miserable because I wasn't surrendering to God. I wasn't even allowing him to touch my heart to speak to me because I did not want to go. I had three small children, um, and I couldn't imagine moving halfway across the world to a dot. That just made no sense to me because I didn't know anything about this side of the world. And so after a couple of weeks, the Lord really worked on my heart, and I finally came in tears to John, and I said, okay, I know something's not right. I know I've got to give this to God. I, I, I want to do what's right, but I don't want to go. <laughs> so how do yeah. I do that? What right. what do you do? And he he just looked at me and and we prayed and then he looked at me and he said, "Babe, you have to be willing to surrender and then you give it to God. And if God wants you to do this, he'll he'll change your heart." And so we prayed honestly for many months, months and months and we didn't tell anybody. Like I wouldn't even talk about it to my parents. My mom and I are super close because I kind of think I probably thought if I would talk about it, it might possibly happen. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to say it to anybody. Um, but slowly it was interesting because my heart actually started changing and I, I had a new understanding of that verse, um, Psalm 37, four that says, delight thyself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. And I, I never thought that, you know, if I'm happy, God's going to give me everything. I knew it didn't mean that if I'm serving God, he's going to give, give, give. But, you know, I did think that it was more like he will bless you and you will be good. And But I realized that verse meant that if you delight thyself in the Lord, 
and and trust in him he will give you the desire in your heart to do what he wants you to do and it was interesting because as time went on my heart literally started changing to desire to go to Palau and I have to say that is not a Jamie heart that's a God heart because Jamie Hart, I'm from Atlanta. I love big city, you know. I, and, and to want and desire to go to a little dot 9,000 miles away from my family and friends and security that I knew just is not what I would have chosen and, and decided. And so I knew that that was God. And after, honestly, it took about six months um, for my heart to go there. But it was it was a journey that God took me through, and mm-hmm. I I slowly surrendered that to the Lord. And I mean, it doesn't mean that it was easy. Even as we were flying out, I, I we came through Guam. I know you guys remember <laughs> tears and 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 fears because of the uncertainties of things. But um, but there was a trust mm-hmm. and a, a, an assurance that this was what God wanted us yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. And so, and now twelve years later. And where my children are, and it couldn't have been any better. Yeah. It couldn't have. So anyway, that was probably longer than you were asking. Well, you know, at the (laughs) core of every other decision in life is rooted in that level of surrender. And I think surrender is grown-up Christianity. And, and, um, And that's always a process of progressive sanctification, but it's rooted in that. And I hope and pray that those that might be listening, particularly the ladies, um, that out of that heart comes lots of other topics I'm sure you're going to be talking about because the application of that is in every area, not just our location, but also our relationships and and uh, willingness to do what God wants us to do in multiple areas. And I hope and pray that um, this weekend will be a great weekend. The Lord gives you um, wisdom as you're able to speak to uh, the ladies, and look forward to having you as well on Sunday. Ashley, thank you for being with us, mm-hmm. and uh, we're glad your mom and dad obeyed. Thank you. <laughs> I hope and pray as well that as we look forward to the weekend ahead that you'll make it out. Some of you have thought about coming to Harvest and you just have not pulled the trigger. Do it. You won't regret it. We have lots of people to come in and visit for a long time before they end up making any kind of decisions, and we encourage it along the way. So uh, till next time, I pray that uh, God will continue to give you a heart of surrender, a total abandonment to the will and ways of God.